welcome to Get Hired Cascade Talks, where you'll hear raw, uncut job search advice featuring job seekers and employers while answering questions about the job search. I'm your co-host, Max Chrisman. One of the really important things that I've found is um, like go over those concepts in your like uh, 100 level courses, those like really beginning concepts that you're like, oh, I can just Google that. It's, it's gonna be quick. Like oftentimes in interviews, you don't have that option. And even <laughs> though it is a oh. quick, simple thing that, uh, that it's like, I don't need to have that like on the top of my head. Uh, I guess in the interview environment, it, that. It's hard to pull out Google during the <laughs> yeah. interview. So understanding some of those things yeah. do play, it sounds like. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, this is Max with Get Hired Cascade Talks. And I'm sitting here with Vinayak. Um, And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about the um, job search process uh, from a student's perspective. Uh, He has recently graduated from Oregon State University uh, with a computer science major. And so he is a job seeker looking for work. Um, thanks for joining us, Vinayak. Hi. <laughs> Vinayak, tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, you know, um, you know, maybe, you know, what you're looking for, your college education experience, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I graduated just this last year with a degree in computer science, as was just mentioned. Um, uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to do going into college. All I knew was that uh, I had done some uh, software stuff in high school and just was like, let's run with it. Um, So during college, I tried a bunch of different things, um, was with a bunch of different groups, uh, probably a few too many groups, uh, and uh, had that experience graduated from there and from then I've just been applying to places and uh, I guess learning the ins and outs of like uh, writing and doing resumes and LinkedIn stuff that you don't think you'd really need as a software designer, (laughs) things you haven't touched for the last two years because you've just been doing CS courses. Yeah, the whole time. (laughs) So what are some things, you kind of bring that up and I want to touch on that. What are you finding that has been a struggle? You have all these courses and what, you know, we've been told and, and uh, is that, you know, you get a lot of really great information at the college level in the CS courses. You get tons of programs that you're learning, but what do you think has been, you know, looking for looking for work? What do you think has been the biggest struggle with knowing a ton about the information? Um, you know, you have, you have all this experience with learning all these things and theories. What do you think has been one of the biggest challenges uh, finding employment? I would say having tangible results from your college courses. Um, I feel like lots of people coming out of, say, boot camps and things like that, um, they, they end with a tangible asset. Uh, but when you're leaving college courses, what you end up with is uh, theories and, I guess, ideas how to, how to use that towards a, a tangible result. But generally, the col- colleges don't take you from 
here's the theories to here is something to show people. Sure, and sure. it it took me a while to realize that I have the knowledge; it's there. I, I have the the like the theoretical understanding about how this works. Sure. I need to find a project for myself to apply that. So, so companies and people know that. On, I wasn't sleeping in class, or that I actually know these things. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can tell them that. Oh, I I know digital logic design, and I know. Um, I don't know. Uh, machine learning or whatever it was that was like your your main class that you really enjoyed but it's not going to really or at least I found that I don't think it really hits home until you say I made X, Y, and Z and here's what it did or here's the results and sure. I feel like that making it tangible is a really important thing after you get through the college process sure, sure and then with that said, what are some things that you're doing, um, you know, you, you know, looking for work? What are some things that you're doing um, that are either helping or some things that you've done? You're like, I'm not going to do that again. So what are some things and, and processes that you're doing in order to, you know, look for your next opportunity and kind of that first, you know, um, role in the computer, computer sciences world? So uh, I guess I'll touch on both of those. Uh, I think one mistake I made was after I was done with college, I'm like, this is it. I'm done. I'm going to get a job. It's all going to be great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not so and much. for like, I think maybe two, maybe three months, I was kind of super like laid back about things. And I, I didn't really kick it into gear a little while after that. And th those two, three months that I kind of wasted getting out of college, I, I, I feel like those really hit me hit me the hardest um, because when you're just out of college I think people are a little more lenient about the fact that you don't have much in the way of projects and stuff but sure. as you get out there a little bit people are like expecting you to have been working on something and so I think that was I guess the biggest problem and thing that I would like be like next time definitely let's not do that yeah um, and then I guess um, another big thing was um, t taking the time to really repolish your skills with um, uh, English and like marketing yourself. Sure. Uh, skills that, as a computer science major, you don't think you really need to go into marketing, but I, I, th I think job hunting is really a marketing game. And so that took me like two months to figure out, so that put me even further behind. Sure. Um, so yeah, I guess if you can plan ahead for those things and like, I don't know, maybe take a English class right at the end of your degree or get, just get started in the whole, I need to be on top of my game sure. with, uh, I guess more soft skills, more marketing and English side stuff, at least for the more like technical savvy people that are really into the tech side of things and understand that and maybe kind of shy away from English and those things and that's why they did tech. I think jumping the gun with that would help. Um, the other thing that I think is going to help me and I've heard from people will help me, I I think will help too, but I, I don't have too much tangible um, knowledge about that yet, is um, projects. Uh, I've recently picked up quite a few and I 
from what I've been hearing from various people, it should be uh, quite beneficial sure. to um, to my job hunt. So we'll see how that works. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for that. What are some things? Um, because computer sciences, depending on where you go to school, they're they're all relatively the same uh, across the country. You're learning a lot of theories, and they said. The application part doesn't seem like it's nearly as high as it should be at this point. Um, but with that said, what are some of the classes that you did take possibly um, that you would want people to know about or if they're going into computer computer sciences, be aware of that are helping you now? Um, we don't have to talk about the ones that, you know, you're like, I shouldn't have taken that because, you know, <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to hit those, you know, super hard. But what are some classes that you remember taking that are being, you know, impactful now in your job search? Uh, so that, that that's a hard one to go for. Um, there, I feel like there's a few different like, for lack of a better word, like capstone classes that maybe it doesn't differentiate you, but I guess it shows you your niche because yep. software is a really big field um, that it's like really hard to find out what what is my point, what's my focus in this world. Sure. Um, I think for me, the thing that really started dialing it down was some of the more low-level stuff, kind of like uh, digital logic design, things like that. Um, because what I want to work on is kind of in between the electrical and software engineering spaces. Sure. And classes like digital logic design or, or like that kind of stuff, kind of, it, it helped me understand kind of the electrical engineer's perspective while still being a software engineer, and I feel that differentiates me uh, in in my job hunt because uh, I'm looking kind of more on the embedded side of things. Sure. Uh, so I feel like it's really it's finding that class that speaks to you and spinning it because sure. not everyone's going to want to go into the same direction. Like if you're a web designer. You don't care how digital logic works. Uh, you you don't care about anything that low level. So that that's not going to help you at all. Um, but maybe the web design class. May, maybe your school is really big on that, and maybe that's that's the one. Uh, my school kind of had a really strong electrical engineering uh, system, uh, and so I think that's where I get the most benefit. Okay. Yeah. I know. Awesome. Um, what are some things that uh, you think, you know, you touched on it a little bit before, but uh, what do you think the biggest pain point, you know, since graduating, uh, you know, some time ago, what, are, what is the biggest pain point that you're experiencing when you're looking for, you know, that first full-time employment? What is, if you had to, you know, limit it down to one or two of the biggest things that, uh, with the interviews, some feedback that you're getting, what do you think is the, you know, the, the point that you're struggling with the most? I would say, for me personally, it would be my uh, my uh, skills with uh, marketing myself. That wasn't a skill that I had coming out of college, and it's a skill that I've really had to try to think about and pick up on the fly. Uh, so I feel like every day I've been uh, like picking up and learning uh, new things in this regard. Uh, like at university, um, it's it's not it's it's hard for me to say this, but lots of what they do, because they are academia and move a little slower, the the things that they tell you are like this is the thing, 
sometimes might be not quite as up-to-date as you want it to be. Like, for a quick example, um, uh, I was told one-page resumes and uh, you've got to work on them cover letters. Uh, I, I've recently heard that uh, LinkedIn's more important and up to three pages is fine. So, I guess really going out there, going to going to meetups, people that are actually working in that space and just saying hi, because like, what, in the worst case, if you completely botch it, at most, you just, they, they won't talk to you again. And that's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, a good way to look but at it. Like, if you do get something good out of it, like, that can work towards the next three, five, ten recruiters or companies sure. you talk to. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they will be super excited that you're actually trying to improve yourself. And maybe they will also be um, super open to helping. Um, I had hoped they would be super open to helping. And I, I think talking to recruiters and people has been the thing that's really gotten my job search moving in the right direction perfect and then when you when you talk about that uh you know you you hit on some good things about the resume and everything like that um and if you don't mind me asking you know how many how many interviews have you had since graduating college uh interviews maybe like six seven okay serious interviews like maybe three but two were with the same company so okay. well no that that definitely counts and the reason i ask that is um because you've been you graduated how many about five six months ago yeah okay yeah. so you know for the for the crowd that's one thing that i want people to know is you know that it, that it is a slow process sometimes when you graduate college it is a you know it's a big thing um to get out there and get out there and do it and uh so actually you're ahead of the curve sometimes you don't get first interview until six months so i think you're doing i think you're doing well just you know, I've been in the industry a long time, so I think you're doing the right things. Um, and, it's, you know, even showing that you just really started three months ago, if you yeah. really think about it, because you took those three months to, you know, and, and it's pretty typical from college students. Um, so what I want to, what you know, how did those interviews go? Um, and what were some things that you learned, you know, you're still looking for work. But with that said, you had to have learned some stuff in those interview processes. What what did what are some takeaways that you had from you know some first professional sounds like you know first professional interviews in the computer computer sciences field? What are what are some things that you took away from those? Um, every interview is really really different. Um, if if you've had two or three interviews, at least in my experience, each of those two or three interviews is going to go a completely different direction. Um, I did one interview um, where they literally they were like, "Yeah, who are you as a person?" And that, that that's all they wanted for their first interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another company I did a first interview, and they were like, "Yes, can you walk me through how to like code this problem?" Like, yes. Uh, no, just just like verbatim, like come up with the solution to this problem. Uh, and I, I was not ready for that. It was, yeah. <laughs> that caught me really off guard. Um, a lot of them are just going to ask for experiences and for you to elaborate on that. So just having a good knowledge of experiences and being able to elaborate on that, that, that was what I needed there. Um, I guess that... It, 
you just need to be ready for that curveball. Yeah, no, absolutely. So moving forward, now that you know those curveballs can happen, what are some things how you prepare yourself now for an interview or will you know prepare prepare yourself for an interview versus when you just started? And, you know, you've taken these things away. So what do you do now differently when you're prepping for an interview that you did when you first started? So one of the really important things that I've found is um, like go over those concepts in your like uh, 100 level courses, those like really beginning concepts that you're like, oh, I can just Google that. It's, it's going to be quick. Like oftentimes in interviews, you don't have that option. And even <laughs> though it is a oh. quick, simple thing that, uh, that it's like, I don't need to have that like on the top of my head. Uh, I guess in the interview environment, it, that, it's hard to pull out Google during the <laughs> <Yeah>. interview. So <laughs> understanding some of those things yeah. do play, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another thing is uh, just having like a quick spiel or bullet points on um, just quick uh, past jobs or um, quick bullet points for questions you've been asked in the past or you think you might be asked. Sure. Um, that really prevents you from taking those three, four seconds to just be like, uh, which <laughs> yeah. I, I think makes the, makes a real difference when you're interviewing. Sure. Um, yeah, th- that, that's a hundred percent true. And, uh, I, you know, I, I always love talking to younger professionals because the, there's a lot to learn. And sometimes I think that, uh, especially folks in talent acquisition kind of forget how uh, intimidating and scary that may be, um, especially in the tech space when typically it's not something that they're teaching. They're teaching tech side. They're, they're not teaching how to sell yourself like you're saying, market yourself. You're not teaching those things. Um, and, and so it's fun to kind of hear about, hey, the trials and tribulations that are going on. So two quick things. So one thing um, that I would like to know is if you could jump back to your freshman year, uh, and you're talking to your freshman yourself, you know, out of high school. Hey, I'm in college now and I'm doing this thing. Uh, fast forward, here it is, four and a half years later. What would you have done differently or what would you tell yourself to do differently during those four years um, that you think might have helped you out now, four and a half years later on the job search? What are some things that you would tell yourself to do? So um, I feel like a big thing I would tell myself to do differently is... Uh I guess focus a little more, um, maybe not on the the like actual academic side of things, but on what I was doing outside of academics. Um, during my time in university, I I was involved in all the things. Um, at any given time, I would be a part of maybe four or five different clubs at once, like constantly booking it from one end of campus to the other. And if I if I was a little wiser, I think I would have maybe focused on things more, I guess, uh, in the direction I want to go. Um, for example, I did things like um, I did hall government, I did media, I did Relay for Life, like just all the things. Sure. Um, and so if I had focused more on other clubs I was involved in, such as the uh, Rocketry Club, the um, the Robotics Club, um, things more like in the field where I wanted to go, I think I'd have more elaborate things to speak about those. Sure. And 
because I'd have bigger contributions there, it would be, I guess, more impressive talking points than the ones I have right now, just because I was split between so many different things. Sure. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. You know, getting involved in a variety of things to really, you know, fix, fix some of those problems. So that's, cause that's how the real world is. You know, you're not pigeonholed into one thing and you know, that's, that's great. So I want to give you a minute, um, so that we can get the listeners out there and, and help you out. So tell everybody in your ideal world and what are you looking for in a job? What if, uh, there's an employer, if there's a hiring manager out there listening right now, what do you want them to know about you? What are you looking for? Um, what are you open to uh, all those fun things? Tell, tell me in, in a quick, uh, who and where do you want to go and uh, what do you want to be? What can you provide for in a company right now? So during my time at OSU, I worked with a bunch of different things because I really didn't know where I wanted to go. But um, during my time there, I think I really figured out that what I truly uh, love is like that kind of interface between the real world and the virtual world. Mm -hmm. And I guess the constraints that the real world put on the virtual world. And so some of my funnest projects were um, working with, I guess, more embedded type systems. Um, I did uh, one project that was kind of like... Uh, data cleaning uh, with a seed sorting device where I was working on uh, segmenting pictures and removing uh, bad bad segments and data that we didn't need. Uh, so that was one fun project. Uh, I also worked on a different project where I was um, more like reading uh, documents about different sensors and um, combining them into a system. Uh, so I, I feel like, at least currently, what my skills are in is I really enjoy reading tech documentation and seeing the um, see, seeing how to incorporate that into a into a software system. If sure. that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess I I'm really good at well. Fairly okay at and I can understand electrical diagrams and documents, and that I think really helps me be able to make informed decisions on uh, sensors and physical, or un at least understand sensors and physical systems, sure. and understand how to code for those in a software environment. Perfect. And uh, so if you could tell the listeners if they do want to get a hold of you for a job, um, for a job or an opportunity, how would somebody get a hold of you? Um, What's the best way? So, I mean, of course, there is my LinkedIn, but I mean, uh, my email also works well. Uh, and I'm not going to ask you to put your email out there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you could just spell out your name, that way people can uh, search you up on LinkedIn. And if they've got an opportunity, they can reach out to you and connect. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my name is V-I-N-A-Y-A-K-A. -A uh, and my last name is Thompson. Uh, so yeah, no, nope, that, that's ki kind of a strange spelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's why I wanted to make sure that uh, you did it and I didn't butcher it. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for being on Get Hired Cascade Talks. Uh, you know, thank you for having me. Yeah, we 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 did again raw, uncut. <laughs> Um, this is how it was. So uh, I did not wake up this morning thinking I would be doing this. <laughs> and most people don't. Yeah, surprise. All right. Well, thanks for uh, being on the show. 
Uh, full transparency, just met Vinayak, and uh, so as we say in our intro, this is raw and uncut. Uh, Vinayak had no idea who I was uh, prior to uh, today, and uh, we met, and I said, hey, let's, uh, let's uh, put you on the podcast. Let's see what we can do here. Thanks again to our sponsor, Presso Coffee, here in Vancouver, Washington, and Portland, Oregon. Uh, two locations. Thanks for them for sponsoring our podcast. And please leave comments below. Uh, like, share, subscribe, and we will have another episode out shortly. Thanks so much. Again, this is Max Chrisman uh, with Get Hired Cascade Talks. <laughs>